When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Suns podcast, where we're all yellers here. I'm Espo. He's Saul Bookman. You're an and old yeller. You're an older yeller. Right? What's the point here? It is time for some Friday fun. If you can't tell, we're a little frisky. Let's just say it that way. We're going to have some fun. Jack Landale going to be joining us in just a few to talk about Suns versus Clippers. Before we get into that, Saul, we briefly touched on it in the post game yesterday, but... There's this idea that we always had that Devin Booker needed a Batman to his Robin. Mm-hmm. He was a, he needed that superstar to come in to take the load off of him and make it easier. I'm starting to wonder if Devin Booker is the Batman and he always just needed a really good Robin and that KD's at a point in his career where he's more than willing to be that Robin now. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting discussion we had a little earlier about it. Um, I can't decide yet what is what I think. I think right now what you you can certainly say is that Devin Booker feels far more comfortable in this system than Kevin Durant does. Um, I think Monty, uh, feels better about some of the sets that they run that focus a little bit more on Booker than, than KD. And I mean, right now you can't say that, uh, KD isn't basically a glorified Mikhail Bridges at this point, you know, like he's. It, that's the the role that he has taken on basically and nothing else has really changed uh obviously he's he's a premier shooter and premier well, playmaker and he gets double teamed which and he gets double teamed and he does get double teamed so uh i mean it's hey whatever gets a w i guess that's all that really yeah. matters but i i kind of i just feels like kevin durant's been through all the criticisms had a lot of uh, things come up over the years and it may just be at the point where he's like, okay, I'm all right being yeah. that guy with Devin Booker. And, yeah, he's still going to have those moments. He's going to have uh, an insane game at some point in these playoffs. But I think he's just starting to feel yeah. like it might not be so bad to do that. We've got our special guest, Jock Landell, on the line. We're going to welcome him in here. Jock, how are you out there in L.A., man? Good. Can you hear me this time? Oh, we yeah. Can. Oh, yeah. Ah, bang on. <laughs> yeah, going well, fellas. Just – uh Finished up practice then. Um, cruising, kicking yeah. feet up. What's yep. the what's what's the lid? What's the lid? This. Yeah. What we got there? It's uh this this is a this is a uh it's a trucking company from from uh from back home that my dad uses on our farm called New Holland. It's a uh it's a good one. And I I accidentally once said that um we use strictly John Deere's on the farm, and that was at, that was incorrect. And uh, we got a lot of. <laughs> the boys down in new holland so hopefully they'll see this and um know, know that i'm giving them a shout out this time there you go free tractor free free tractor would be good fellas <laughs> only if they give us one too i don't know what we'll do with it but <laughs> yeah. we'll take the free one too as we'll use it to drive to the arena i'm sure you would <laughs> why not <laughs> that, that, that would, that would be a laugh. 
that would be loud. I'll tow, I'll tow Espo to the arena. In it. <laughs> did, did you, uh, this is totally uh, out of left field, but did you grow up on a farm? Were you doing, uh, you know, were you on the farm growing up? So we've had the farm in our family for about 180 years. Yeah. Um, spent a lot of time up there as kids, but dad kind of moved us to Melbourne to pursue his own stuff in finance. And, and then uh, when my grandfather moved on, um, dad took over the farm from the rest of the family, sold his business, bought the farm off the rest of the family. And um, yeah, st- stayed within the family for another, another couple of tens of years or whatever it might be. So yeah, no, it's been good. Jock, you know, obviously playoffs. We're about to hit and get get into game four. How are you feeling? How do you how do you how do you sense the team is feeling right now? Uh, what's the vibe around the locker room? Uh, obviously, when reporters are not around and we can't see. Yeah, vibe's pretty good, mate. It's uh, it still feels like we're figuring things out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that there's still. Not necessarily growing pains, but just active discussions around like how we can make, you know, Kay's life a little bit easier, how, you know, we can make Chris's life. Like that stuff all still has to play part in, in, in us going really deep in, in the playoffs. So there's constantly active discussions around that. It's active discussions around how we use DA. There's um, just a lot of that kind of feeling out process still going on. Um, but for the most part, the, the, the vibes are really good. Um you know, I, I think that the boys have done a great job thus far kind of rolling with the punches. We'd all like to, you know, have one massive game where we where we really take things in stride and, and um, uh, you know, get a big win. Um, but at the same time, we, we, we've only played, what, 10 games together or something like that. Like, I know at the times there's been lineups that have not played a single minute thrown out in, in into, the, into a playoff game. So... Um, there, there is just like a bit of a feeling out process going on right now. And I think that, you know, we spoke about it in the locker room the other day, me, Kev, and, and uh, might have been Tory. Um, but but we spoke about how that first loss was something we probably needed. And I think that it'll actually benefit us going forward in the long run because, you know, you get a player like Kevin Durant of his calibre and maybe you, you take a little step back and think, oh, it's all good, like... Things will be easy. Things will things will just get done with Kev on this team. So, I think realizing that we're not invincible and 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 uh, and a good Clippers team, even you know still short of Paul George, um, can can kind of push us to the wire and and have done so the whole the whole series thus far. I think was a good uh, realization that we needed to come to. And um, you know you, you you see as the as the games evolve, you know books in everyone's ear like this is the playoffs, man. We we can't be acting so relaxed and and you know straight face like there's got to be a certain degree of intensity that you know things aren't good and there needs to be a certain uh urgency and um you know those are conversations that are continually happening as we as we go through the playoffs and uh i think that you know it's going to be great for us this series i think this first real big test that we're having right now even an undermanned clippers is, is still pushing us uh to the brink i think is something that we're really going to use to and, and grow from going forward Talking heads like us will bring up the way a team wins or, or things like that. Do players care how you win, or is it just about getting the W any way possible? No, nah, we, we care about how we win, um, and I think that that's something that's kind of been preached on. We, we want to win you know, a few games here in dominant fashion, and um, at the end of the day, the win is, you know, you all know that the win is the only thing that matters, but... Um, 
when there are so many like slip ups and there are so many times where it just feels like we haven't got our foot on the gas the whole game or whatever it might be, I think that that really gets to players. And um, you know, I, I think that like we expect ourselves to to win in dominant fashion um, here in the playoffs, and and you know we 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 need that. So. Um, yeah, the the way the manner in which you you win certainly matters. I mean, we always talk about coming into games and just you know putting our putting our foot on th- got, you know a team's throat and, and and just really like trying to you know beat them in that manner. Now it doesn't always happen like that, and it's not ever you know going to be easy to do something like that, especially in this environment. But um, yeah, it's certainly something that you know you want to do. You want to come and win in dominant fashion. Does it give you confidence though that you guys haven't? played that uh, that complete game yet and you've still been able to take the 2-1 lead? Yeah. Um, I would say that there's always going to be a, a real big degree of confidence amongst this group and that's kind of been that way from the start. Even when we were going through some dog days early on in the season or in the middle of the season, it still felt like there was an air of confidence that kind of ran through the group and never wavered. And, you know, people were always calling into question, like, you know, do we, do we really are we really good and outside of the locker room that is and and you know for us it was never that it was it was always we're not going to win a championship in october november december you know we'll win it in, in june so um yeah there is there is always going there there is always a, a degree of confidence within this group and that's and and, and that breeds itself from the intensity that we kind of play against each other with in practice and, and you know, the, the, the competition that we have kind of always around the group. And, um, yeah, I, I would say that, that that never wavers. But, um, you know, regardless of where it sits right now, that's uh, you know, we still need to win two more games and, and, and then take it to the next one and the next one. So there's still a lot of – there's a lot of room for um, improvement and there's, there's, there's still a lot of room for, um, you know – things to go wrong so there's there's you know time time will tell but i think we're sitting in a really good spot right now where everyone feels like we're gelling and more and more every single game and, and that's what's most important we you know i i've seen Devin in practice before um I, you know i've seen him go at guys before physically he's very intense in practice he's a very in- even if it's just a shoot around he's still intense um have you seen obviously he's He's played phenomenally these last three games. Um, yep. Have you seen a different level to that intensity maybe uh, in, in the recent weeks? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that he's done a really good job of, of being a vocal guy. You know, we, we all know that, that CP is kind of that vocal leader on the team and he holds guys accountable for, for certain, you know, uh, mishaps and mistakes out on the court. But I think it's been refreshing to have Book now step up and be like that. And I think that that really shone through in game two and three where where he started, you know, holding guys accountable. Like, no, nah, we, we can't be doing X, Y, or Z. You know, we have to step this up. This is the playoffs. Like he keeps saying, this is the playoffs, man. There isn't, there isn't room for error and there's not... Um, there's not uh, there's not room for just being lackadaisical. Like we need to we need to do this right now. Like there's this is the time we need it. We need to go. So um, he's he's stepped up in a big way in that regard. And I think that everyone does look to him for that sometimes. And and uh, you know I'm not saying that he didn't do it throughout the year, but I, I've definitely seen that go to another level in this first round of playoffs. And I think that it's something that the group really needed. Devin and Chris were joking after game two about 
how book played Call of Duty to kind of blow off steam. What do you do on an off day like today to kind of make sure your focus stays where it needs to be, but also clear your head a little bit? Me personally? Yeah, you personally. <laughs> I don't care what uh, book does. I want to know what you do. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I'm different in that regard. I like to get outside, go have a coffee. I went and sat in the, sat in the coffee shop this, this morning for, you know, two hours or so. And, um, yeah, that's that's my kind of happy place where I get away from things is just sitting in a coffee shop, having a conversation, doing something like that. Um, you know, getting out for a hike with the missus and the dog when I can. Uh, Ims has just got in town, so we're going to go out for dinner tonight. And, and just kind of like getting out of the hotel, getting out of the basketball realm is, is what's most refreshing for me. So, um, yeah, we're going to go catch up with a few mates in L.A. tonight and have some dinner with them. And... Um, that, that's that's my way of kind of disconnecting is just taking myself out of this, you know, not fantasy world, but just, you know, <laughs> out of this space and putting myself back into the real world and having conversations with, you know, um, real people, I suppose. I don't know what you want to call it, but um, that, that that's my way of disconnecting. Do you people watch when you're having coffee? There's some weird people <laughs> in the yeah. Of Mate, that's that's the best part that's the best part about going out and doing that stuff is you get to see you get, you get to people watch it's great mate i'd love to people watch us but i think you'd be you'd be a real character you'd be highly disappointed no you would not no you would not i have sat from afar and watched espo and he doesn't yeah. know it and he does some weird shit sometimes we used to share I, bet I bet he does yeah. Come follow me in Vegas at Summer League. You'll see. You'll oh, see some... I, I don't know if I want to do that, man. Just, just, just wait till my guy's that. high on edibles. Yeah, that's going to be a fun trip right there. <laughs> Jock, I just got to say this. You know, I, I'm sure you hear this from, you know, from your, your teammates because you got some good quality human beings on that team. But you have a lot of people in the chat that are just, you know, big fans of you and, and have been supporting you. And they, 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 they're clamoring for some Jock minutes, obviously. I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, you'll get those at some point but I, I will say this from my perspective watching you on the bench continue to cheer on your te uh, teammates um, it's been noticed by a lot of people uh, you know myself included obviously but uh, just keep up the great work man at, at some man. point obviously you're gonna get you're gonna get some uh, time to shine we listen man sometimes guys in the bench that that usually don't expect they get the minutes and then they produce um and every single time you've gotten those opportunities you've, you've thrived so appreciate I appreciate you man and, and, and best of luck moving forward for sure yeah, that, obviously that was Saul's uh, Ted Lasso moment yeah there man for you, so. hey we all need one oh, right? I appreciate that I appreciate that everyone <laughs> we'll needs a Ted Lasso moment mate everyone <laughs> needs a Ted Lasso moment <laughs> we will let you get out of here we know you've got uh things to do and we really appreciate the time yeah. from la Thanks, Jock. Uh, best of luck uh, in this series and we'll talk to you soon man we'll check in soon all right guys have a good one cheers the thought of jock people watching me <laughs> i love it me jock watch just like seven That's foot it. australian go, guy man. just following me around i love just it watching. i fucking love it let's go I, That's, i'd love let's to hear go. his narration like it's a nature film <laughs> while he's watching hey, me watch this dingo walk by <laughs> <laughs> i love it man. i love when you do an australian accent <laughs> that was pretty good right that was pretty solid. we have we have one of our uh, fellow australians here yeah. one of our fellow podcasters in the house so yeah uh let let me tell you about our friends at four peaks i would love oh, to take jock i to thought four... you were gonna go to row okay no, gotcha no 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 that's late
and I don't call it that for obvious reasons. Oh, no. uh, I, look, bad. I would love to take Jock to Four Peaks because I feel like having a having a few beers with Jock would be a hell of a lot of fun. And if uh, you want yeah. to people watch, uh, nothing like Four Peaks A Street Pub to do some people watch and have a good conversation, drink some great beer, and you can do that on April 27th. NFL draft. Our guys Johnny and Bo are going to be out there. Uh, you know, Johnny's really good. I don't know about Bo, but no, I'm just kidding. Bo's sitting right there. They're both great. They're going to give you the best draft analysis when it when what it has to do with the Arizona Cardinals. You're not going to get in-depth Cardinals coverage like this anywhere else. Anywhere else. Nowhere else. I'm not and nowhere, not radio, not TV, not other entities. This is the place to be. These guys have the insight and the connections to tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> and you're going to get beer specials, giveaways, uh, you know, and the live show is going to be there with the sound pumped through the entire Four Peaks. Maybe Gavin will find his way over to uh, Four Peaks today. <laughs> Who knows? You know, yeah. Aussie Suns fan pod. Like I said, it's a tremendous venue. It's one of the best in the in the state. It's one of the best breweries, obviously, in the state. Uh, they have great beer, phenomenal beer. Go check them out. Uh, and these guys are going to put on a show next week. There's nowhere else where you're going to be able to watch the NFL draft and immediately get Cardinals updates in terms of what wow. the team is going to do, what moves are going to be made right up to the actual pick and even after. Uh, you want to know what's going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins? That's the time to find out. Uh, you want to know if the Cardinals are going to move from three to seven or four or five? Th these guys are going to be all over it. Bo and Johnny, two of the best in the business. You want to know how many threads are in the new uniforms? Bo and Johnny got they you. They know. Covered. Johnny's but, already got his. By the way, Gavin. He probably made it last night at home. Gavin, how'd you like the Suns brew? Gavin, try it. He said it's very, very good, and go. he loved the can. He's already trying to figure out a way to smuggle some to Australia so he can have the can in his man cave. That's uh, how much he loved it. Uh, make sure if you're going to head out to that A Street pub on April 27th for the NFL draft party uh, and have some beer, you must be 21 and older to enjoy, and enjoy responsibly, please. we got a palate cleanser episode. We've talked a lot of basketball. <sighs> we're back We're back. You know, in the saddle at noon tomorrow for the pregame show, so we thought, Let's take a few minutes, this, this, take a breath. Today was a bonus episode. It is a bonus we, episode. It was supposed to be a scheduled day off, but you know what? Espo and I don't take days off. Nah, Jock, Jock called and said, boys, and I, I want in. And we said, we'll work overtime for you. Let's Why not? So let's have a little palate cleanser. Emma, how are you? Oh, doing fantastic, boys. How are we doing on this Tasty Friday? I'd be better if Gordon wasn't taking shots at me in the chat. He says, Espo <laughs> doing the ad reads while Lindsay is out is like shamming at backup point guard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, do, I take a lot of shots and I miss, apparently, oh, wow. on, on these. Fine. Thanks. You don't get a Roman ad later. Or, that's fine. Emma, what do, we, what do we got in this palate cleanser? All right, boys. Well, so first, first off, did you, as kids... Did you guys have reoccurring nightmares? Uh, yes. yes. What, what were they? Go ahead. <sighs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I don't know if you're you're aware of it, but Freddy uh, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. I used to have nightmares that he pulled me out of my bed. He came up through the shower drain and grabbed me. I had all sorts of Freddy Krueger nightmares just from the commercials and the one time I watched one of them on I think like UPN forty five, uh, and I never quite uh, never quite recovered from it i still at times will have that nightmare there's a scene in one of them where freddy krueger appears through the bed in, the, in mm -hmm. this woman's dream and pulls her through the bed i never never was able to quite 
recover from that and I will still have that dream. And then I think like everybody, I have that recurring dream that I didn't actually finish all my credits in college and I have one more class to go. Uh, you know, and like, like oh, shit, I got what, what the, the hell? Fuck is I, I, multiple people. I talked to a lot of people who have had that dream. You know, you're still in college, Emma. So that that doesn't work for you because that could be a legit thing. You went later in life. So maybe it doesn't work the same way. I never but, cared about uh, school, so it never really bothered school, me. School, like <laughs> I, I feel like school is like a necessity. I feel like you yeah. should go. I feel yeah. like it's important for like character development to go. I, but if I don't finish in the like standard time frame that was dedicated like by society, I don't give a fuck. Well, no. My path, my life, my time. <laughs> fuck yeah, off. Yeah. But my my dream is just I get a call from the university saying you still have a credit you were supposed to take. Uh, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> a call from the like universe. They care about bro. Espo. <laughs> Everybody cares about Espo. I uh, I don't us? have that issue. Uh, mine, two of them. One being buried alive. I just it, that's like the worst Yikes. possible thing to fucking possibly way, way to go for me. I just would not. And I've had that dream like multiple times where I'm trying to get out, and it's just oh, really? <sighs> yeah, oh. it's not cool. Uh, and then the second one is always, always, I think this is the one that a lot of people could probably relate to is just like, like you're about to kiss the girl that you've always wanted to kiss. And then you wake up. It's like, damn it, bro. Oh, I, I, I try to go back to sleep and it just, no, you can't, you can't like, that's over. the worst part about good dreams is you can never like fall back asleep and go back into that good yeah. dream. It's the worst. It I the get worst. to kiss the woman I dreamt about kissing every, every night. Now, All right. So. Suck up. Uh, uh, have you guys ever had that falling dream where you're falling in the, Everyone, and then it's you normal... wake up and you and you actually hit the bed, or like a ball about to hit you in the face, and you wake up. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you guys think that whatever dream... you dream about, that's a, that's your thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> Do you guys think that? Pause. Do you guys think that dreams have like actual meanings to them? Like a lot of people say that, like, oh, if you have a type of dream where like you're running from something, it means this. Or... No, I don't think so. Uh, yes and no. Probably like. I think your subconscious can be working through things in dreams, so there's some meaning with that, but I don't think there's, like, otherworldly things that slip into your dream. I think it's just connected to what's going on in your life, so. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Um, if you guys could eliminate one form of music and nobody could remember it, what would you choose? Country. Yeah, 100% country. country. A million percent country. Why? It's not even close. Well, yeah. I, I think country I agree, is the worst like, music of all time. You know what you get when you run a country song backwards? You get, get your, your wife back, back you, you get, get your, your dog back, back, you get your house <laughs> back, you get your car back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have never been a country person, never will be a country person. No. It's just... It's, I will, with one exception, hmm. Garth Brooks, I saw live once. And while the music and eh, the show the guy puts on is a great show. I have heard country shows are fantastic. Um, I have heard, uh, well, country music videos, I, I'm not going to lie. Those are, those are hmm, pretty hot. I wonder why. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, my wife them. likes country music. Uh, I'm just, I've just never been a fan. Yeah. Um. So no country thunder for you guys? No. Aww. No. No. For Are you multiple shocked? reasons. Are what? you shocked? No, not at all. For <laughs> multiple reasons. I don't want to go out in the dirt for four days with no shower with a bunch of other people. Like, what's, your, no. what's your take on festivals? Like, so oh my God, Michaela, shut oh. up. Okay. <laughs> what's your take on music festivals? 
I would try to go to one once, but I don't think it would be a routine habit. Like, I'd like to go check out Coachella. I think Coachella would be a banger. I think that'd be awesome to have, do it once. I have polarizing takes on them. Do it. I feel like I feel like uh it I love I love the idea. I love the idea of like being able to see all of your favorite artists in one area for one weekend. I think that's the coolest idea ever. I think that having it in a dirt pile of just it's just salt, it's just dirt. Oh, I know. Have like bro, go on some grass, please. Please. I, yeah, yeah, I don't. With my luck, I'd go to a music festival and turn out like fire festival. Like it would, it, I it would just not be a good. Uh, like Burning Man? No, 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 no. Like fire fest. Yeah, go, go oh. look it up. It oh. was, it was a total disaster. A lie. Yeah. Of a, it was supposed to be like out in the Bahamas, and it was just a complete, complete disaster. They basically ditched them on, uh, yeah. on islands with tents, and yeah, it was like it was yeah. just bad. It was so. bad. Uh, ja Rule was like a co-sponsor of it. It was a disaster. Wow. Pretty bad. They had a they have a documentary on it too. <laughs> I have to watch it. Um, did you guys? Says, sorry, go ahead. Eli says now we need a PHNX country karaoke episode. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the thunder rolls. Oh no. <laughs> and the lightning strikes. Okay. So, did you guys know that Easter eggs? They used to don't look at me like that. They used to paint Easter eggs without like boiling them. They would just paint like raw eggs. Do you guys boil your eggs or do you just grab them out of the fridge? I don't do Easter, so I don't. You're asking the wrong person. With your kids, you never colored fucking eggs as a child. No, I never did that. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so I'm normal. So yes. Okay, so <laughs> yes, you hard boil them, like, and then you paint them. I don't understand the concept of Easter. And then after- I just don't. I don't understand how a rabbit is laying eggs. That's not okay. First off, not what it is. (laughs) I know. Obviously, obviously the religious part. No, no, no. Even the even the the other part. What is it then? I don't know, but the bunny ain't laying the eggs. How do you know that? that? Why do the two coexist together on the holiday? Because I understand the anatomy of a bunny and that it it gives birth to rabbits. Where do the eggs come from? The chicken. There is no chicken on Easter. That's not the mascot. What if the the bunny has a friend that's a chicken and he just gets the eggs from there? What did he? Never mind. (laughs) I was about to say something foul. (laughs) Yes. Hey, no pun intended, eh? Yeah. (laughs) You, you, you. <laughs> you, you do why, hard boil them. Why do you why go through that step though? Because I like to eat the eggs sour. So after you wait, oh Espo, my wait, god, you, you are gross, Espo. Espo you you mean to tell eggs? me that you boil these eggs, throw them out in the hot ass sun no, around the trees, and throw stuff, it out, in the grab them, sun. and then break them all up and eat them? No, like still, we we hit them in the we did them the night before. Sure, we hit them in the house, and then we had egg salad the next day. Like it's not like. You didn't just, they sat in the fridge, you put them out, you put them back in the How fridge. How long are they out for, though? Not long. It's like 20 minutes. Like it's Outside? Not so, no, in the house. We didn't hide them Wait. outside. Espo, you're Who not. Who does a fucking Easter egg hunt in the house? Tracy, I'm going to need you to comment. No, this was when I was a kid. Now we just use the plastic eggs. We don't, we don't hard boil them. Now we use the plastic eggs. You have. So as a kid, you just went around your own house. You didn't go outside in the yeah, backyard. Why, why would I go outside? It's like ninety-five degrees in Arizona at Easter. What the hell do I need to go outside for? Everybody goes Bro. outside for Easter. No, 
Yes, it's a, a million percent. Okay, everybody else is wrong. You outside sucks in Arizona. And, and from <laughs> April, spring? from are April, you kidding me? This is crazy, Jay. This is absolutely nuts. October. Are you kidding me? <laughs> everybody, that's for what? <laughs> I'm okay. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Why do you act like we're the oddballs. You're you definitely are, you, on the outside of you this. You just said you don't do Easter and you don't understand how a bunny lays eggs, and I'm the weird one. Yes, here. the All two right. coexist. How do they coexist? Bro, I don't know. I was just trying to ask if you boil them before you color on them. I so wait. Also, when for you, the pure fact that I don't want to, while I'm coloring them, crack a raw egg all over everything. Like that's just gross. How are you gonna? How would you, Espo? You're just coloring on it. Are you? Yeah. Like, you, you press you? too hard. There's already a crack in it. There's a, you drop Espo, the thing because egg. you lose an handle on it. Like it's an egg. It doesn't crack that easy. They're fragile. I'll agree. I'll like. I'll give you that one. But they don't crack by just coloring <laughs> Eli, them. Eli said, "Espo, espo, Easter." <laughs> Y'all can eat it, but my Midwestern background. You're not, yeah. you're not from the Midwest. Well, the chat assumes I am, so we're just gonna go with you oh know God. in Wisconsin. This that's is, how we do this it. This is right? wild. This is so wild. I didn't know it was. Crazy. I have gone Easter egg hunting before as a kid. I love how we call it hunting. Like everybody, you're go hunting for eggs. We're gonna hunt some Easter eggs. You're hunting from eggs. No, they don't do it in Australia, I guess. Hey, uh, look, I I know that it's called an Easter egg hunt. I just think it's a funny term. Jeez. Wow. Um, fun fact. I just saw this today, and I just wanted to bring it up because I think it's fascinating. Did you know that cinnamon comes from the bark of trees? Yes. It's called cinnamon bark. It literally is called cinnamon bark. I'll go fuck myself. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a would you rather question. Would you uh, rather walk around with a skid mark or smell really bad for the rest of your life? So it's either like you have a skid mark on the back, of your, you know, for the rest of your life. or you Like just, people can see it? Yeah. Or you smell oh, it's, really bad. It's smell. Smell. Ooh. I can deal. You can lie and try to point to the person next to you about a smell. You got got that mark. Everybody knows it's you. So, oh man, that's tough. It's a really hard one. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, because they both really suck. Oh yeah, they're awful. Yeah. I dude, okay. I I don't know. For me, I hate when people smell bad. Like I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. Like I have to walk away. I have to turn my head. Like, so I'm gonna go with the skid. Huh. Hmm. Okay. And I'm the weird person. Eli says the bunny represents fertility and the egg is represent representation of life. So there you go. Oh, there you go. I well, still don't understand it, but sure, we'll go. Well, with that. obviously, Jay, if the skid mark smelled, then I you if you're gonna if you're gonna smell no matter what, you might as well just go ahead and say smell. Is there any food that you guys discovered late in life that you just were like, mm, that's not real? Like, not real? Yeah, like one mean? of my buddies, like didn't know what an avocado was until he was like 16 years old and he was like avocados just like aren't real until he was like 16 you know? no i'm pretty cultured actually no i did run into um uh, i saw a tiktok the other day and it was a a, a snake fish i've never seen a snake fish before and it, it, they're in china I, and the guy like cut the head off the snake fish and it's, it was a really odd looking fish uh, he diced it up and he cooked it. He made a great dish out of it. But I was just like, uh, if I saw that thing in the fucking water, I would freak out. So, yeah, I'm not a fish guy in general. So. Yeah. 
Uh, I got an opposite, though, something that I know exists but isn't real. Craft singles are not cheese. They don't claim to be cheese. No. no, some people call that cheese, and that is not cheese. No. That I... is just chemicals between two pieces of plastic. Really, it's just a plastic sandwich. It's just plastic across the board. They, I... they like, legally cannot put the word cheese on their product because it does not contain enough real ingredients for them to claim that it is cheese. Oh, I know. Just like the bread at Subway isn't bread, and they have legally... Defined it as such, but Wait, people what? will still, yeah. still call it bread. And same thing with like their tuna at Subway. Did they you know can't that? they can't yeah, call they're... it tuna, they call it tuna spread. Wait, what the well, we'll go back to the bread part. How do they how do they bake fake bread? Because it's it, it has to do with the ingredients and that it has a certain amount of It's the of, amount of gluten. Uh, yeah. And um and then sugar, one, I think too. Sugar and wow. then something else. Yeah. The milk. I did not know that. Um just like the amount of like actual real ingredients. Yeah. Wow. Jay says, as a lactose intolerant person, can you eat craft singles? Yes. Uh, if you're plastic intolerant, I don't think you should. But uh, if you're lactose, I don't know. I'm guessing there's no lactose in that. Wow. So. Okay. Um. Okay, hold on. So this one, chat, if you guys didn't see this at the Diamondbacks game. <laughs> oh. Okay, so if you're down in the dumps with your girl... Did you put up a sign at the big board at Chase Field to tell him to keep fighting for love with you? No. It, it says, Alexandria W., you are my person. Let's keep fighting for us. I love you. This uh, is probably why Alexandria doesn't want to be with you. If your form of communication is the Jumbotron at a baseball game, that's probably why you're having relationship issues. Oh, I recommend saying that to her face. That's probably a good start. Or, if you really like the form of text, how about you do it phone-to-phone, -phone, like normal people? Because putting it on a, a freaking giant jumbotron in, tw in front of, what, 25,000? 25, 25,000 other people on a Thursday night doesn't scream effort to me. It screams, I want attention, and to shame you into staying. Okay, me. I want to know this right now. What's the worst date you've ever been on? Ever? Ever. Probably all of them that weren't with my wife. I'm not saying I mean, that as a cop out. I had a lot a of I had out. a lot of shitty dates. Oh man, I had a, I had a woman show up like an hour and a half late for a date once. Did she? So she actually showed she up. Showed up eventually. <laughs> Where were you at? Here's one. I went to a prom. I was invited. <laughs> I was another school, and it turns out she just invited me because her parents wouldn't let her go without a date. And she didn't want to go with me. She wanted to be around somebody else at the school. So I got ditched at somebody else's prom. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So All I was right. in a high school I didn't go to with a bunch of people I didn't know. Mm. I was by myself. That's a shitty date. I dated a girl uh, <laughs> uh, virtually. We uh, we connected virtually. And uh, and she said she was like 5'9". And I was like, Cool. And she was not 5'9". Uh, matter of fact, the window that I was sitting at a booth in the restaurant, and I could see the window, and I saw somebody's head just kind of going up and down. And I was just like, huh? And then she came around, and she was like, she, she was shorter than 5'9", right? Uh, not that I was judging her for anything. But the weird part Certainly was, like the it. weird part <laughs> was, is like she climbed into the booth. 
climbed in. You're making her sound like <laughs> she's she, four she nine, bro. Step stool the no, way no, your no. no, she was like five feet, I think. And she uh, she sat next to me. And now we have two sides of this booth. So, you know, there's chairs on the other side. We can look at each other. No, she wanted to sit next to me in the booth. Automatic red, red flag, flag, right? don't do that. And she's turned and she's just staring at me like this. And it just made me feel so uncomfortable that uh, we didn't even eat. I was like, yeah, we're, we're good. Um, I don't think this is going to work out. So I left. And I thought that was it. That night, I go to the movies. <laughs> that night, I go to the movies and there's a short girl standing in front of me, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, trying to figure out what movie I want to see because I was bored. I was single. And she turned around, and she goes, oh, hey. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's no possible way this is happening. Hold on. You didn't just keep staring forward and not look down? Like, so <laughs> it's an easy so, solution. I don't see anything. It's so... Uh, so uh, she asked me what movie I was going to see. I just fucking picked the first thing I saw. She was like, me too. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, uh, yeah, that was a very uncomfortable two and a half hours uh, as she tried to grab my hand. And, like, it was just not, not what happened. I, look, I, I stopped dating and I was married before apps and all this. Oh, um, you should be thankful. I'm like the... The caveman, uh, prehistoric caveman lawyer. <laughs> I do not understand your ways, sir. But don't most people lie in those C things? Caesar said the fact that she ascended into the booth is wild. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just gravitated into the booth. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. if someone gravitated into the booth, green flag. Uh, Have you ever had a stalker? Uh, have you know. the better question? considered stalkers? No, the better question. I think this is a more real question. Have you ever had a stalker that you had to like actually take action? For? No, no, not it doesn't no. have to be like legal action, but you had to like really get this person to. <laughs> I had to tell somebody to stop following me. Yeah, it was an ex, but yeah, it looked weird. So. No, I've never had that issue. I it's had a girl camp out of my house for like two months. Damn, in a car. Yeah. What at night? Yeah, that shit was the most wild thing. Ever. That is weird. I know. I was underage Man, this, too. This is not where I expected the palate cleanser to go. Yeah. What well, else you that's got? That's a palate cleanser us? for you. Oh yeah, this is a. This, this is like is an a... ASU show right now. Oh, it's about to get wild. <laughs> about to get wild, guys. We're almost done. Let's go. Give me another one. Oh shit! I gotta find another one. Hold on. Why don't I do our ad read and you can come up? With something else here. How about that? Does that sound good? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost want to leave the set for this. Right, go ahead. I just, go ahead. I can do okay, this by I'm myself. I'm just going to put it on a one-shot Roman song. lets you do it by yourself. I'm just going to say that, too. It doesn't have to be a team sport. Basketball playoffs are in full swing. The Suns have taken the lead in their series, uh, though it was uh, time for Roman on the court. All right? In the bedroom, do you find yourself like the Dallas Mavericks during the NBA playoffs? Sitting on the sidelines, watching others play hard, wishing you could get it up and participate? Well, Roman is here to help. They address a variety of sexual health needs for men, from low T to ED. Don't be like Luka Doncic and be embarrassed in front of a crowd. Roman's digital, media, or digital health clinic and discreet delivery will help you and your private life keep your private life private. Roman will make it easier for you to play hard and take it to the hole with authority. Get more length in your game and have your partner yelling, 
Clark from the logo. Bang! If you need help penetrating the backcourt or getting down for a backdoor play, try Roman. So when you have a wide open lane to the hole and pull up on a jumper, don't throw up a soft air ball, alley-oops. Try Roman and pound it hard in the paint. You'll be banging the boards in no time. Take it to the rack and give your partner a facial with Roman. Your sex life can be just like the last two minutes of a basketball game and keep going and going and going. Use Roman wipes and last up to four times longer. Your partner will be just like Book from the three-point art. Wet. Swish. Don't dribble. Have your partner ball handling between the legs. Go for the easy layup. Roman will have you coming hard off the bench like a baller. <laughs> to learn more about Ro how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash phnx to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash phnx. Roman, nothing but net. All right. Well, speaking of Roman. Whoa. Did you guys ever, like, while you're watching cartoons as a kid, did you guys ever have a crush on any of the cartoon characters? Oh, cartoon where, characters? Yeah, where you're like, oh. I mean, Velma. Uh, <laughs> I, do you ever see uh, Who Framed... That's a good one. Do you ever see Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, hell yeah. Jessica Rabbit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like the first one. Yeah. That's the OG right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean... Yeah. So then which cartoon character could you take in a battle? Would you, like, win what, in a battle? What kind of battle? Like... 1v1. Hands. 1v1 oh, hands? Yeah. It's a fight. cartoon. How can you beat a cartoon? Uh, did you Fucking ever use see... your imagination, Saul. Think outside the box. Uh, cartoon character that I could take one-on-one -on -one with hands. Bro, what's that goofy guy that's always hunting the rabbits? Elmer Fudd, yeah, I whoop his ass. <laughs> He's got a gun though. Well, I would be strapped too. No. He's got a little shitty ass shotgun. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cute. Espo, who uh, could you take? Muppet Babies. Any of the Muppet Babies. Okay. <laughs> you, gonna, Look, you gonna beat up children? <laughs> it's a cartoon, and they're oh not god. children. They're babies. They're freaking Muppets. Yeah, they're, they're no, but they. Muppet Babies no, were, Muppet was Babies a cartoon. Were a cartoon yeah. uh, and, and none of them are children. They're Muppets. So, yes, I would kick a baby puppet's ass, all right? All right. Well, you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. <laughs> Is that the end of the show? <laughs> yeah. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sons. You can follow me at Espo. And remember, there's some weird shit that happens on a palate cleanser. So next time we say it's that... Be sure you're prepared mentally. Ahoy. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team moved